Love Talk Radio. No limits. No boundaries. I sing increase all around. Sing no limits. No boundaries. I sing increase all around. Come on. Stretch forth, break forth, release, enlarge my territory. Can you pray these words with me? No limits, no boundaries. Come on. That I sing in all around me. Stretch forth, break forth, release me. Enlarge my territory. No limit, no boundaries. That I sing in.
Hands up, y'all ready? Come on, y'all, give it one time. Hey, no limit! No limit! Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. It is Monday, Monday, Monday. 9, 18, 23. No limit! 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 Of gospel music, and I am beyond excited to be here. No limit, no no boundaries. Come to pass. But this is the time for rain. Ask for the rain. 
find us on your iHeartRadio app. Just do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group. Once you get there, you'll find all of the shows, including this very one right here. Amen. Amen. And we are also, you can download us anywhere you can find download a podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can download any of that. You can find us right there. All right. Let me get off the script just for a hot minute because I didn't tell her. But uh, top of the thing, y'all see I got my Christ the King gear tonight, right? You know, Coach King, y'all see it. I'm going to the wrong side. Yeah, boom. Right there, right? You know, uh, defensive coordinator for the Christ the King. Uh, varsity football gladiators. Yeah. Uh, we lost on Friday, y'all. Yeah, we lost. We lost on Friday. Uh, it was rough. It was a tough It was a tough night. It was a tough night. Uh, but we lost. Uh, but we ready. Hey, we lost. But we ready. It's one of those things where, look, if it don't kill you, it makes you stronger. So uh, literally the reason the show started at 730 instead of 7 o'clock is because we was having, we had to have, you know, a couple of come to Jesus conversations with coaches and players. We had to have a couple of conversations just to get some stuff ready because we set a standard. And once you set a standard, you have to, you have to keep those expectations. Amen. Amen. But look, we shout out to Bishop Matt. They did what they needed to do. You know, we left, our, we, left, we left part of our game on the bus. We drove two hours and left part of our game on the bus. But, you know, it is what it is. We're going to be back uh, this week against big-time school with two D1 players. They got a D1 tight end and a D1 quarterback. The D1 tight end is already committed to Clemson. Let that sink in. He ain't no joke. But uh, he, he ain't no joke. But we're going to shut it down. Uh, but they, and they got a tight end, so uh, she said you did some Coach Prime stuff. <laughs> what's my What's my name? Uh, Science. What's my What's my coach's name? Watch this, y'all. This, let me say this. Is our family do y'all. Look at me. Look, look, what's What's my? Coach <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know we got like a little family text message, and 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 the text messages are going on during the game. I don't see none of it because, of course, I'm coaching. But, you know, Jalen is, you know, down in school, and he wants to know uh, what the score is. <laughs> and so they got this whole little message string going, uh, talking about he won't know what Coach Limit's up to. <laughs> I like the title. I, of course you do. Of course you do. Your petty spirit loves it. <laughs> it's just your petty spirit. <laughs> It, it, it reignites like, your petty spirit. Come on. Yeah, it's like a student. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's my favorite student. I see. I see. <laughs> I see. But anyway, y'all, we did lose on Friday. I'm in Kankakee, the Bishop Matt. Uh, I look at it this way. Hopefully they get their stuff together and we see them again in yonder playoffs. That's, let's, let's just hope that. Let's hope they get Because we make it. Let's just hope they get there. Uh, but, yeah. So, anyway, look. So, I want to get to... Let's see, where should I go? Where should I go? Where should I go? What's your thoughts? Let's get to this uh, uh, Mexican Independence Day. Let's start there. So Mexican Independence Day. You, you know, I need you to rewind. What am I, what am I rewinding? The optics of how we saw everything last year. I am. Year. I am. So... I don't know if you all saw. Now, y'all rewind with me for a minute. In the year 20 and 22. Four score. Right, four score and 2022. That we were 
uh, 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 we were getting ready for, uh, not getting ready for, but it was mentioned Independence Day. It comes every year, just like our 4th of July. And I don't recall a lot of news coverage talking about how the streets were blocked off. I do remember seeing some stuff, the people with their flags hanging out the windows and all that, but nothing crazy, nothing, you know, out of the, out of the, out of the, too much out of the ordinary. However, when the lead up for this year's Mexican Independence Day came, they were talking about how much trouble people had getting home last year, and they were trying to figure out whether or not they were going to shut down the loop, raise bridges, not raise bridges, or they're just going to block off main thoroughfares with garbage trucks and and the like, and see what they were going to do. Well, they decided they were going to block off streets. But part of the decision was, so they showed this video from last year, and I wish I had it queued up, because I should have had it. My Hispanic brothers and sisters, Cinco de Mayo was not mentioned Independence Day. See that? Right, we're going to get to that. Uh, but they were out there line dancing in 2022. And I'm not talking about the line dance like the 35 people at the wedding reception. They get up and know how to do the cha-cha slide. I ain't talking about them 35. I'm talking about about three, four, five hundred was out there dropping, I mean, getting their line dance on in the middle of the streets with all the traffic blocks. And and everything about it. Uh, yeah, this is Mexican. This is the actual Mexican Independence Day. This is their July Fourth. Shiate, uh, you said what is it? Cinco de Mayo is uh, uh, the celebration of um, who is the people? Uh, Mexico, duh. Mexico, uh, huh? Oh, uh, Mexico beat up French. France. That was a. That was them celebrating. Uh, their victory over uh, the French, uh, what are the people, French Empire, French somebody, back in the 1800s uh, in, in, in Pueblo. Yeah. So that's what Cinco de Mayo is. Y'all know I know about some Cinco de Mayo. Huh? Y'all know I know about some Cinco and de Mayo. Because <laughs> I'm Jablexican. Get it right. Jablexican. I said it right. I'm the one you. I'm the one. Here you go. Here we go with the name. I gave you, I gave you your name. Okay, I'm going to keep my name. I'm going to keep my name. I'm going to keep my name. My daddy, my daddy blood. Uh, so, yeah. So, this year, they decided they were going to shut down some of the exits. So, uh, they had like 18th Street blocks going downtown, all those kind of stuff. But did it block the people? No. <laughs> let me. Let, they found a way to make one. Look here. I, that, did, did, did what they did, did what they did, I'm saying that they had a bad language, did what they did block the people? Nope. It did not work. I ain't played that in a minute. <laughs> because, because no matter how many streets was blocked off, did not my Hispanic brothers and sisters find a way to get downtown? Yep. They sure did. <laughs> they sure did. Look here. 
if they can get over the wall, help me, Jesus, y'all pray for us. If they can get over the wall across the river, they can get downtown. You ain't stopping them. You ain't stopping them. You ain't going to be able to do it. And they did. And they did. They, they, they. Yep. They showed it. <laughs> so, so. They were that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> so, so what I, what I, I, I don't, I get now, now the question came up, well, what do we do? You know, black folk for our celebration. Now we got, you know, could you imagine, let me say this, what if Black History Month was in June? I mean, we have Juneteenth. That's a day. Okay, we're at the full that day. But I'm saying, we got a whole month. Oh. <laughs> this is going to be like the world's largest snowball fight. Man, let's go. I mean. And y'all don't even like the, the color world, no more. The world's largest cotton ball fight. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know it too much. <laughs> That's just taking it. We're going to take it to the field. <laughs> nope. No. We talk about Mexican Independence Day and the celebrations over the top or whatever. I love the fact. Let me tell you this, though. I love the fact that my Hispanic brothers and sisters, they get their flags. They, they cars are decked out. They have their flags connected to their hoods of their cars, the trunk of their cars, the doors of their cars, and they walk, they run through here. One thing about America, this is the only place. This she said she had ain't no stopping us right. up. This is the only place where you can fly flags of every other country freely. Freely. Because you ain't flying all these random flags in nobody else's country. Land of the free. Home of the brave, all of that. Uh, we say we don't get free tacos that day. I don't care. I know that's right. Something. But that okay. That comes on single yeah. Mayo. They give us free tacos yeah. and guacamole. Well, did y'all participate in the penny and the fifty cent hamburger day? Because today was National Hamburger Day. Did, did you participate? Huh? No, I didn't. I don't like what you said, huh? No. The huh make me think no, that I'm you might have tried. No, 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 no. I did not. I didn't even know that one of the kids told me. I didn't know. One penny at McDonald's if you participated in fifty for one it was one yeah, we had, I had the whole list. Really? That's all day today? Just today. I need to make a stop on the way home give me about four five cheese. No, you know, some of them had to have a purchase and everything. No. Okay, I did not know. I got a burger and fries for seven dollars. That don't sound like a day. That don't sound like wrong with the place. That sounds like regular. Right. <laughs>
it was consistent and it came down when it comes down too fast and everything stuff like that. So it got parked for basement and everything. Um, right up the back end of her rug. She got new rugs or she got old rugs? Stop laying those rugs. She had old rugs. You get the old rugs back down there? Right. And they got wet again. She might want to go and let them rugs go. Don't stop doing that. Go and get you some uh, some rubber mats and coffee. Right. <laughs> you know, go get the garage flow mats. Tell Connie Jean that I said her favorite son in law is Bull Rabbit. But hell, that's like I can say what I say until somebody's coming. So another one come along and say different. I'm the only one that she got. Still got a, what on for another son-in-law? We got 21 years left. For another son-in-law? Yeah. How she gonna get another son-in-law? How she gonna get another son-in-law? Yes. Yeah. But we got 21 years to clock in. We still got clock in. Oh, you trying to say just in case? After me? All right. I'm saying there's no other opportunity because there ain't no more dollars. Right, unless Mikey flipped the script on you. No. Nah. <laughs> be like, my name is Michelle. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, she said, in your mama's basement or business. I said, basement. I'm about to slow down. Fuck you. Leave me alone. All right. So, but, so, what, what, what's the mudslide? Now, explain to me.
All right. So uh, I was not aware. I was not aware uh, that it was that much, that it was that bad. Uh, but again, our drummer was here Sunday, and I was wondering where he disappeared to, you know, because musicians have a tendency to walk away. Uh, but he walked away because he was on his phone because uh, he got a call uh, from his wife that the basement was flooded. His house was flooded in Calumet City. So uh, that's crazy. Uh, man, that's, I, I wonder. I'm, now I'm starting to wonder. Like, where's water be like? Is like because it's not like we haven't gotten these kind of rains before. We get these kind of rains in the Chicago land area, but the flooding seems to be worse. And I'm wondering if there's some stuff that's been redirected, well, closed I, off. Well, you know, I already said it in right and everything because if you and water is its own entity. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, it's its own entity. And so before you know. Everyone knows the Chicago River was what not, was where downtown is, and like you know, like, like you know, long before you, me, and our mamas and our mamas' mamas were born, that water was wet. So it has already been reversed. You can only keep reversing Mother Nature to where Mother Nature pushes. You back can't control it as much as you right. Like and so I don't care what engineer you are and how you try to widen, open up the flames river and everything else like that. What what is meant to what is meant to turn back around or be in its natural state will go back to its natural state and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. So I I mean, you know, to see to see water on the west side if you know, back in the day, that was always usual and mm-hmm. everything. You know, but when they decided to reverse it and everything else like that, you knew and you didn't get no longer got any water. Remember, you know, and I hate to make it, you know, black and white and everything, but the whole thing was like, you know, other than, you know, other than black people moving into onto the west side, you know, and you know, and white people leave, leaving, it was like the whole thing was like, you know, because you know, it floods too much and everything, and now and then it came back because it wasn't flooding. But look what we got when the when the the NASCAR race, you know, showed up mm-hmm. because they reversed the water and everything else like that. So I think a lot of man-made things have created what we are getting right now. You—that is nature, and is na- and when it's man versus nature, nature is going to win all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 crazy. Um, this flooding—it's just like it just seems like somebody. It feels like somebody done something, and we don't know the whole story. Let me put it that way. Because I'm still I'm still waiting on. I feel like we're gonna find out some three, four, five years from now about the Chicago flood. I think we're going to find out, like, what what happened. I mean, that's like when you found out about, what was that, when the the lower levels flooded, when the Chicago River uh, mm-hmm. broke open. Yeah, yeah. So, but we're going to see. All right, y'all. Let me see real quick. Can y'all drop, uh, uh I can't, like, we don't see, we don't get to see the hearts and stuff on no, on, on the restraint thing. Y'all, I, y'all see it on the Facebook page. But let me see this. Just real quick, put some thumb, uh, put a thumbs up in the chat or whatever. How many of you all watched uh, the the Kirk Franklin story Father's Day on YouTube? The Kirk Franklin story Father's Day on YouTube. No, sorry. Let me pause that. That's not what I'm doing. Where are you going? Oh, you got to talk about your boy. I want to talk about Brian Meadows. Let's pause. Let's pause. Let's pause. Let's pause. 
Do you all know who Pastor Brian Meadows is? I'm sure you've probably seen his reels on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Apostle Brian Meadows, his wife is the pastor. He's the apostle, whatever, whatever. Uh, he's another one of these preachers like Mike Todd. It was really good, Felicia. I'm going to talk about it in one minute. I need to get to this. He's one of those preachers like Mike Todd who says some things and uses illustrations what some people would think would be a little bit too far. Now, I shared with y'all Mike Todd two weeks ago. Today, I'm going to share with y'all Pastor Apostle Brian Meadows. Uh, And we're just going to go from there. Let me say this right now. Uh, There's a warning. It is for mature audiences only. Mature audiences only. Yvonne Renee Fowler must know what I'm talking about. All right, because she said out of order. Uh, let me, let me, let me get y'all ready. Time you can go on ahead and uh, kick me out. Yeah. I uh... <laughs> now I don't know what the I went to his uh, page uh, Brian Meadows Ministries and I was trying to see and I'm sure if I had taken the time I could have probably found the entire uh Sir. And again, I just think whatever I just think that whatever he said before and after gets lost the minute the vibrator makes the appearance. And this is why we have to be so careful as preachers with our illustrations. I know we want to be cutting edge. Let me say this again. I know we want to be cutting edge. I know we want to be relevant. I know we want to be um, um, uh, in the know. I know we want to uh, have an impact. And clearly, he's in Atlanta, Georgia. He's got a very young, his church started in 20, uh, I believe in 20, where is his church at? His church started in, I looked it up, it is over here. His church started in 2011. Uh, so his church is rather young. Um, him and his wife are the, the, the ministers. I'll share their, their, this page with you. I don't want to make it, because I, I, I want to be careful, man. I don't. I'm not knocking people. That's not what I'm doing. Because I'm sure people can pick through some of my sermons and say, what was he saying? What was he talking about? And I don't think I've ever used any actual physical illustrations other than, I think I put some, didn't I bring some grits out one time? <laughs> not in the bag. I don't know. No. 
I thought I did. Well, that was Bible study. Never mind. Yeah, that was Bible study. Um, I think the only illustration I used, I know what it was, was uh, I had the water in the pitcher when I was talking about blocking your blessing, and I used my hand to block the, the water. I think I did that at, at Kingdom. Uh, you might not have been there. Okay. Uh, but this is, let me, let me, let me, uh, so this is, is him. Where is his, uh, where did his page go? Uh, the about page. Okay. I'm not sure why I disappeared. Oh, here we go right here. Uh, so this is Embassy International Worship Center. This is, uh, Pastor, I'm sorry, Apostle Brian Meadows and his wife, Pastor Patrice Meadows. Uh, they have a church. They started the church in 2011 uh, in, in his living room. And um, now they have a huge church. Uh, I guess it would be considered a mega church in um, Atlanta, Georgia. He says he formed an international network of Next Generation Kingdom Leaders in 2009 called Jubilee International Ministries and the Center for Apostolic Covering um, and all of that. But this is him. This is his wife, him and his wife. Okay. Uh, again, I've heard some of his um, I've heard some of his clips and reels. And sometimes they have been a little bit over the top. But this to me, it doesn't matter what was said. You can lose people with the illustration. And it does, it's not necessary. It's not necessary to bring that. Because here, here is my question. Yes, it's for mature audiences only. Here's my question. I would be curious to know, and maybe they have a children's church, and maybe they were, they were none in there. Because he has a children's church, and everybody, you know, 17 and under had to be on the other side of 16 and under or whatever it is. That's fine, but let's say let's. But we don't. I don't know that, so I'm. 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 Uh, so I'm going to hope that that was the case. Uh, at the same time, what if there were babies in here? It's a beautiful church, by the way. Y'all see this building? My God, today. Uh, it's a beautiful facility, from what I can see. Uh, but I am. I, I just find it so. Why do we have to? Let's see. Nursery and student ministry available for school age children. Mm. So maybe there were no minors in the church. But then what if you're watching? And yes, he, yes, it's labeled. If you go to his, if you go to his page, um, it's labeled that it was a rated R or for mature audiences only um, real. If you, if you, if you, if you get to it, uh, it literally tells you that. And I just don't know why we have to take it so far. And I know people will say, well, you know, uh, 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 Jesus didn't have, Jesus just said what he wanted to say or whatever. Okay, but that's not you. We're not him. Um, and and even in, in situations like that, I think we're just doing uh, what I would call a little bit too much. Um, it just wasn't necessary. You have some thoughts? Tanya? Because to literally say, you know, and I understand he was trying to, he, what it sounded like was he was trying to push people back to Jesus as their friend. But the, you using the vibrator because that's somebody's friend? I don't know. Thoughts? 
Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, it was, I don't know, the preachers are now into shock value. <laughs> yeah, it feels that way. Right, so they're coming out with, you know. Remember when we thought the guy, remember I sent y'all that video? back in the day of the guy riding the horse down the aisle when we thought that was the most outrageous thing we had ever yeah. seen. And that now just pales in comparison. And then I'm sorry, before you continue to your response, then the scene switches over to him sitting on the bed with pizza and look like some other stuff. But then he's reading a porn magazine. And then he stops and says, oh my God, this is real. Uh, yeah. So you bring a porn magazine. I'm assuming it was, I, I shouldn't say that, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's what it was. I thought it was a pizza box. I didn't know it was the magazine. I was playing too much. Somebody really got pizza up there. No, he put the magazine in the pizza box. Oh, okay. Yeah, he put the magazine in the pizza box. Uh, we must, we must digress. Because I didn't see, but I'm literally to go back and watch the whole sermon now. Because as I was trying to exit out, <laughs> uh, get ready to meet me again. As I was trying to, trying to exit out, I found clip number two. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I don't know where he was going, but that sounded money related. Oh, uh, that's Apostle Brian Meadows. Huh? Oh, okay. Um, I don't know where he was trying to go, but then I heard the equate him equate people spend more money on weed than they do in church. And I'm assuming that was somewhat geared back towards giving. The question is, it was in a bag. He, it was a, a, a rolled blunt. I'm assuming it was already rolled. Uh, I'm also going, I, the question now, was it a real joint? I don't know. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm liable to believe it probably was. It looked rolled. Uh, it looked like. Yeah, it, it, it was it, it was rolled well. It rolled well. Oh, okay. I don't know what the point was. I know where you were trying to go. Was it offered? I don't know, Sean. That's a good question. But it seemed like it flowed. He was doing this conversation about friends and how we have our friends. And I'm assuming he was he was trying to get people back to Jesus being our friend. I, I get the, the whole props and illustrate. I get the backdrops, right? People have the backdrops to try to set a stage, right? When it's hard work, they, you know, they wear hard hats. I get that. That's that's one thing. Uh, Tori said you're a professional role. <laughs> I, get, I get the backdrops. They want to change the scenery and all that. That's, that's fine. But when you bring out vibrators and now weed, blunt, whatever you want to call it, you're going to get attention for the wrong things. Now, 
Here's the question. Was he factual? I ain't saying biblical. I said factual. Are people spending more money on weed than they are in church? It's very possible. Would you say, oh, yeah. It's very possible. Uh, Shelton said somebody informed him that nobody sells dimes anymore. You know what? Thank you for that information, Shiante. Thank you. Thank you. I, I I just don't know why we have to take it to that level. Let me go back and read some comments because I know I left some uh, up here. Uh, who is this? Uh, let me go all the way back up. So, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Come on, man. Stop. Work with me. Work with me, computer. Work with me. Work with me. Work with me. All right, so we have, uh, let's see, Shanti Tawadi just preaching Jesus. When did Jesus become not enough? Yeah, facts. Uh, Felicia, he's in Atlanta now. I get it. Many single women, there still no excuse. Something should be like a modest dress woman left to the imagination. Some of these illustrations is going too far. I get it, but some people learn from showing them things, but today's church pastors are going too far with it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I understand that we that that uh some we're very visual. And for God for men, a lot of men are right brained. Very visual, visual people, right? I get that. And I don't know. Uh Miss Hall says he's not to go that far. What about stick to the words of the Lord? Faith comes by hearing, not illustrations. I'm just saying, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Virginia says, I'm still trying to figure out chapter revelations. I'm in now. I know, right? Shanti uh, said, there's a bunch of unspoken competition in church in Atlanta. There's a certain prestige with, with who you serve under. You have new birth, dream center, word of faith, word changes, true. Uh, it's not right. It's a time and place for everything, but not on that altar. Now, now watch this. If that had been a closed-in singles ministry and him doing the illustration with the vibrator or, or a singles ministry and using that we in, in that closed setting, I got no problem with it. I got no problem with it. Let me, be, let me, let me take it that far. Because now we're sitting in the room, we have a real conversation, we ain't preaching. We ain't preaching, we teaching. So now we have a real conversation about life and all this kind of stuff. So we can talk about you and the blunt. We can talk about you and this toy and all this other kind of We can have those conversations. Singles ministry, that, that's, that probably would have been a valid topic in singles ministry. When, when, did, when did that thing explode? 2023, 22? During the pandemic? Is that when the, <laughs> is that when the rose blew up? During the pandemic, when everybody was trapped in the in, oh, in the house, great conversation for singles ministry, for women's ministry, great conversation. Uh, let me keep going. Yeah, I, I I I just I just think we 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 you know he could have done that. Uh, yeah, she said he's reading too fast. It might be me, but I'm not understanding what he's saying. You talking about the preaching? Because I I just don't get it. I don't I don't get why I don't get why we need that much of a visual. 
I don't get why we need that much of a visual. But hey, you got a big old church and folks following in the and you know again, some well, some people be turned off by it, yeah. But guess what? He got what that video has twelve. No, I'm sorry, 122,000 views. I'm sure this YouTube page is blowing up. We just gave it some more views because some of y'all are going to go and try to find the whole sermon. And I think I want to go and try to find the whole sermon too because I want to hear. Right, itchy ears. Right, itching ears will, will find anything that's appeasing. Because I can see somebody now pass a little blunt, a blunt in the church. <laughs> he had a vibrator and a blunt. I'm going to check him out. They're going to be giving away crack next week. I'm going to check them out. I, 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 don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop it right there because I really want to get to, uh, I want to get to, I'm gonna, I want to spend the next few minutes uh, on, our, on our topic right before we get to our main topic of the night, uh, which is the uh, five, no, that's not it, which is the uh, what happens when we pray for one another. I want to get to that. Uh, in the words of Andrew Caldwell, who is we to judge? Huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, but last thing. All right. So I asked the question earlier. I think Felicia said uh, she hadn't watched it yet. How many of you all, with some thumbs up, have watched the Kirk Franklin documentary? How many of you all have watched the Kirk Franklin document documentary, if I can talk, called Father's Day? With a thumbs up, just drop a thumbs up in the chat real quick. How many of you all have watched the Kirk Franklin thumbs up, the Kirk Franklin Father's Day documentary on YouTube? Uh, I, it's been all up and down my feed, I think since Friday or Thursday night. Uh, it's been up and down my feed, social on um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. What'd you say? Oh yeah, she says I come back when you're done. Well, I mean, you you you've seen the clip, so I, I can't spoil it for you. Um, but I don't know, and 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 so I didn't get to watch it all because I was supposed to try to watch it today at school, but that didn't work out. <laughs> Just had a job to do. Uh, I was supposed to watch it today at school. Too many people have watched it. Wow. Um, I was supposed to watch it today at school, and I didn't get a chance. Um, and. Latanya, you watched it. Let me ask this question before I get to my, my piece. So, did his mother and Aunt Nim know that this was this that that this guy was his father, or did they not know? Because I didn't get to that part. If that is if that's even discussed, or did I miss it? No, no, they they don't know. And so they did. They were not aware that this man. You know, you thought what she thought she knew the rumor was going on. She knew the rumor was going around. So she called. Him. That was the mama that called him, definitely. Yeah. So right. Like, she was like, if you said like, you know, and I will tell the truth. And she said, I told you I wasn't gonna never lie to you. Yeah. And okay. Else like that. And, and so what did okay? What did Sandy know? Sandy, that's Aunt Yeah. Did, did she know something too, or she didn't know? She's saying she didn't. I don't. Aunt Sam, by the looks of it. She keeps telling her sister just tell the truth because at one point they do because what you didn't watch is at one point they do sit at the table. Oh, that's good. And, and yeah, and he's like, just tell him the truth. So let me say this: I saw preachers. Uh, she still saying nothing. <laughs> Who's that? The mama or Sandy? 
but he chose to not be around. He chose to not be around. So, so, and 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 I shared this with you, you guys, the last interaction I had with him. I I tried, you know, when I got, I I've had about, I can say I've been in his presence, my biological father. I can say I've been in his presence. Uh, I've been in my biological father's presence. I probably want to say five times. I'm 53. And when I say in his presence, I mean in the room five times. In a room five times. Um, in his presence six. In a room five. Because I, I, I try to plan this in my head. Because the room counts for presence, but presence meaning. So so I was, I was, uh, I had just learned how to ride a bike. I told you about my riding the bike story I learned late. <laughs> I think I was about 12 or 13. And I had rolled my bike. We was riding on, and on the west side. I know I grew up on the west side. Cox and Wilcox. I was riding my bike and I was up on the corner of Costner and Madison waiting for one of my buddies to come out of the store. Uh, we had been to the Ace Hardware to get something. And we know, you know, Ace Hardware used to sell um, baseballs. And so we went to Ace Hardware to grab a new baseball for like $2 or whatever it was. And so I was waiting with the bikes outside on the corner for him to come out. This guy comes up to me and says, get off the corner. He pulled, he's in the, he's in the car. And he says, hey, get off the corner. And I looked. And I was like, who is this dude? And he was like, Dana King, get off the corner. So now, you know, mind you, I don't know him. I don't know him. But now you can call me by my whole name. You are a whole stranger. You call me by my whole name. And so now, I think I left, if I'm not mistaken, I dropped my bike and I I left my bike on Costner and Madison and ran. I believe I probably broke an Olympic record and ran a hundred miles an hour back to my mama's house because I didn't know who this Negro was. I had no clue why he knew my name and why and I didn't know if he was going out the car I didn't know what it was, but I had to, you know, I was, you know, it was like, you know, that Negro was strange and danger to me. So <laughs> I was like, I got to go. So all bikes got left. They said they came out the store. Then you were gone. You left your bike too? I left, my, yes. I could run faster than the bike was going to take me. <laughs> so I put on all the speed I had, and I had plenty of it back in the day. And I flew back to Wilcox. And my mother was on the porch because she knew I was riding the bike. So, you know, she knew I was riding the bike. And she's on the porch and she said, what's wrong? I, by the time I get there, I'm out of breath, bawling, crying. I said, some man pulled up in the car and told me to get off the corner. And she was like, what man? I said, I don't know. But he knew my whole name. 
and my birthday. Because he said all that. Because I was like, dude, you don't know me, I don't know you. And he said all that. And so she and so when I said it, I, I went in the house because I didn't want my you know, rest of my friends to see how I was crying. You know, bad to be tough. So I went on in the house for a minute. And I sat, you know, at my mama's house, the the, 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 uh, the stairs in the hallway. I just sat on the stairs for a minute so I could try to get myself together. Well, in the meantime, he drives around the corner. So now he comes on Wilcox. And he's sitting in the car. And so my mother goes down the stairs to say something to him. And she was like, did you just say something today? And I guess he was like, yeah, I told him to get his butt off the corner. And she was like, you know he don't know you, right? You are aware that he don't know who the hell you are. So how do you think he reacted? So instead of him, now, mind you, I'm 10, 11, whatever it is. Instead of him getting out of the car and trying to rectify said situation, he drives off. All right, cool, done, over with. All right, fast forward. This is why I said this story. When I kept re- reading other people's reactions, I'm like, wow. So fast forward a couple years. I think I um, graduated high school, went to college, came back home, working a job. Um, I must have been about, this is, this, this is, this is second time in presence, uh, first time in a room. I was 24. I was 24. And I ran into, I've always kept somehow, tried to have some kind of relationship with my sisters, his daughters, his daughters, who lived down the street from me as well when I was a kid. I've always tried to keep some type of something, right? And they never had any animosity towards me. And I, I, I didn't even know they existed, right? So, um, I was going out to y'all remember the click E2s to some of y'all uh, but the click the guys that owned the click trying to get like this far the guys that owned the click all went to Austin <laughs> all of them went to Austin so they went to Austin with him and my mom so my mother knows them my father or biological daddy, uh, Joel Harper, by the way, he knew them. So he reached out to my mother and uh, asked my mom, was I, you know, going out with her? And I said, yeah, so we were supposed to meet at the clique. We were going to go up into the, the, the uh, illegal VIP area, <laughs> Nick's Nest. The, the fake balcony area that was supposed to have been uh, shut down. Uh, we we supposed to meet up there. He never showed. And so I sat there waiting, and he never showed. And then as I was leaving the club, uh, he called my name while I was down the, walking down the street, and I was like, bro, I'm, I'm tired. You late. You could have called, could have said something, blah, blah, blah. It is what it is. All right. That was that. In uh, 2001, fast forward 2001, I'm 31. 
I go to, no, 2000. I go to T.D. Jakes Manpower Conference. Remember those conferences you used to have? You used to have Manpower at one time of the year, and then later on was Woman Dog Loose, and then all this other kind of stuff, right? Y'all remember that? So I go to Manpower. I'm supposed to go to Manpower with the men from Kingdom. I planned the trip. About seven, eight guys told me they were going to go. And I was like, this is a great thing, experience. I think the men should go and, and, and just, you know, fellowship and get out of town, whatever. It was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I, had, I had planned to get a 16-passenger van, or we were going to get two SUVs, and we were going to drive down. We were going to rent the trucks. We get about a week before it's time to go. Everybody starts saying they wasn't going. <laughs> this happened, that happened. I ain't going to be able to go. I ain't going to be able to go. I ain't going to be able to go. Lovey had to fly out of town because his job does that. He had to leave. I'm like, okay, cool. Some part of me said, I'm still going. I'm still going. And I'm talking about father-son relationships based on the Kirk Franklin father's story. FYI, did anybody just do it? Uh, so I'm talking about my, my story with my situation with my father. Uh, I decided to go to the Manpower Conference, but I'm by myself. I've never been in North Carolina. I know nothing about Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I had my MapQuest map printed out tight. Like right, I had my MapQuest map printed out. And I go to get, I, I got a rental car from Avis. Y'all remember Avis? Is Avis still around? Yeah. I got a rental car from Avis. Don't so budget Avis together now? Uh, Avis tried to give me a little video car, but then they ended up giving me a Toyota Camry. You know, and Toyota Camrys, before they shrunk them down, was like a little bit larger. They was about the size of, uh, I can't think what, they about the size of a Malibu. Chevy, the newest Chevy Malibu. What year was this? This was 2000. The Toyota Camry, because Corolla was a baby. Oh, the Camry. The Corolla. You was a, so you had the Corolla. I had the Camry. Oh, you was looking like a family man. Yeah, I was. So I went, yeah. That, that is good. Shut up. So I, so I drive to Charlotte from Chicago. Get down there. Got lost a couple times. I kept missing the turn turnpike. I kept going around the thing in Cincinnati. Where you, you know, because I didn't know what I was doing. And I was missing the map. Anyway, I get there. Don't know nobody. Get to the hotel. Of course, you see all these guys. They all going to the thing. So some brothers like, hey, man, we going to whatever, whatever. And so I was like, all right, y'all know I really don't do people like that. So I was like, oh, I don't know these people like that. Let me go But anyway, I get to the go to the thing, go to the event. Great, great time. Uh, the late Bishop Eddie Long was there. Uh, Bishop Noel Jones was there. T.D. Jakes, of course, was there. A couple other preachers and ministers. But they were preaching about restoration and men at work. Restoration and men at work. And I sat there and was in the midst, enjoying the worship service. First time I ever heard Bishop William Murphy. This is when he was just a praise and worship me. He wasn't nobody's preacher, but none of that. First time I ever heard him sing. So I'm sitting there. So then all of a sudden it says, we know y'all, uh, I believe it was Noel Jones. Noel Jones is on stage. He's got his microphone. Y'all know Noel Jones' voice. It's real right. It's real right. But he's on stage, he's talking, and he says, okay, fellas, he said, we need to pray. He said, I need y'all to pray for each other before I pray for everybody. And so 
we're in Charlotte Coliseum, what used to be the Charlotte Coliseum. This is where the Charlotte Hornets played at when they first, this is like not too long after they became an NBA team. I'm sitting there with people I don't know. And so the guys that I met when I got there, we're sitting on the same road together. We're up in the valley. And it, the guy, so Noah Jones says, find somebody in the crowd that you don't know, that you didn't travel with, that you didn't meet up with down here, and pray for them. So now I'm really like, oh, man, I'm, I ain't got no friend. I don't know nobody. But okay. I'm looking around, looking around. All the guys that I met when I got down there, they had walked off and everybody was praying. Mine is about 45,000 men in this place. So people are praying or whatever. This Asian guy, he's sitting about a row away from me. He's standing up and he's looking around and I'm looking around. And so we said, hey, you want to go on ahead? So, so in my brain, come on, man, let's pray so I can get this over with. <laughs> come on, pray so I can get this over with. So I was like, you know, you want me to pray for you first, don't pray for me. And he was like, I'll pray for you. He said, what's your name? And I said, my name is Danny. He said, where are you from? I said, Chicago. He said, all right. And I said, what's your name? And he says, Paul. Paul Kim. And I said, Paul Kim, where are you from? He's out from San Francisco. I said, okay, we gonna pray. So we sat there, and so the instructions were to hold the hand of the person you're praying with. Mind y'all don't know this dude, but I'm I'm gonna follow the, I'm gonna follow directions. The brother, I start. I, I said, I'll pray first, because once again, I'm trying to get out the, get it out the way. So I'm like, all right, you know, go through my prayer. Don't, you know, I, I ain't trying to talk to the Holy Spirit or none of that. I just, you know, I knew how to pray, but I ain't like pray, pray. So I was like, I'm just gonna go ahead and, you know, pray for David, uh, 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 for Paul, you know, uh, uh, what the man's name was, uh, Paul, Paul Keith. I'm gonna go ahead and pray for Paul. I should call him David. I'm gonna go and pray for Paul, and I'm gonna get, you know, get Paul's prayer out the way, and then Paul gonna pray for me real quick, cause he don't know me. And then I'm going to sit back down and wait for this to be over with so we can get back to the singing and the preaching. <laughs> so I prayed my prayer. I prayed for about maybe three, three, three good minutes. I gave Paul maybe three. Maybe stressed it to four. I tried, you know. But I'm praying for Paul. Paul got my hand. So now Paul is holding my hand. And he started praying. Paul says, uh, God, we're going to fix everything that's wrong in Dana's life. And I'm sitting here like, this nigga don't know me. What? You, don't, you, don't, you don't know me like that, bro. So we sit there, and Paul starts praying. And so Paul is going down, you know, he was, you know, he's going down. Uh, uh, he, prayed for, he prayed for me. Then he was like, he said, we're going to pray for the, 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 the mother that raised him on, on her own. Now, Paul don't know me. I don't know Paul. Just met Paul right before we prayed. Then he goes, and we're going to pray right now that you're going to use Dana to fix the relationship with his father. So now, I got the side eye. <laughs> I gave him that old rock eyebrow until I hit him with it. 
<laughs> yeah, you ain't got it. Yeah, you see. But I hit him with it. I hit him with it because I'm like, and he says, because we, because he says, he said, because you have given him the strength to get past what's been breaking him. I was done. I was done done. I mean, it became not just the tear the tear cry. It was the snot cry. And I'm trying to figure out. So now, because this is unfamiliar territory, I'm trying to pull away so I can, you know, gather myself. <clears throat> but old Paul, Tim was what they call him. Paul wouldn't let me go. So now Paul is saying, we're going to remove the stubbornness and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, God. So now I'm broke down. Now I'm trying to just stand up without falling in the Charlotte Coliseum and busting my head on the concrete. I'm down here in a, in a strange land and don't know nobody with my, uh, with my Sailor One flip phone. So, so he prayed. Fast forward, I call uh, my. I get, so we. So now this, this this thing is supposed to end at ten thirty, goes over to like eleven forty five. I love what happened in this moment. I'm gonna share this quick story, and I'm, I know this, I'm, I'm taking it too long, but I'm, I got to share it all. Uh, T.D. Jakes comes back on stage and says he's supposed to be out of here at ten o'clock, and he says, "You tell whoever in charge." I'll write the check for the extra time. But some stuff is getting fixed in here tonight. And so that's what happened. I get back to the hotel. I call my mother, who panicked because I don't call her at night. I call her, but she had no cell phone, so I called her on the house phone to tell her what happened. She had sleep, she don't understand. I called Denise Lavender. <laughs> I said, I need to call somebody who understands what's going on. I called Denise Lavender, and she started praying for me on the phone. And then the room got all different, because now I'm in the room, I don't know what, what, I'm hearing all types of stuff. It just got real different in the room. So now when I get back to church, that Sunday, I drove all night, all day Saturday, and even Saturday, so I could get back to church Sunday. Because I said, when I get back home, I'm going to ask my mother to find his phone number and find a way for me to find him so I can call him. I, she called his mama. She got the number, and I called him, and I said, I want you to meet me. It's a bar in uh, Oak Park over there on, where's that place that we went to, to the, where I was watching the game at that night? Uh the Lakers playoff game, that little bar cabin we went to to watch the, the, the sports bar over there. The food was decent, too. On that little side street. Huh? No, not Doc Ryan. In Oak Park. Over there off of, what Oak Park Avenue, but it's over that way. Over by the Italian restaurant we just went to. It's over in that area. Yes. <laughs> we sat in the aisle. It was a little crowded. We sat there, right there. TV was over there. I was able to watch the Lakers game, whatever it was. I don't remember the name of the box. Oh, okay. But it was right over there. The beverages were good, and the food wasn't bad. Anyway, you're, you're a bit. Bar Louis? It wasn't Bar Louis. No. Okay. I'm sorry. Thank you. No. 
Because we went, because we, we walked to one place, but then we ended up coming across the street to go there and stay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I met him at a bar, at a bar, and we talked. And we had a good conversation. And the first thing I told him was, I said, I want to make sure before we leave this table that you know that I don't blame you or hold any grudges against you. I said, because I'm, I, I, I am where I am without you. And I said, I'll be all right if you choose to keep it that way. I said, but we would both be better off if we chose to let whatever happened happen. I said, I don't even need to know the excuse. I don't need to hear reasons why, reasons that we hear. I don't need to know none of that. I, you know, but I just want to move forward from this day. And, 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 you know, he tried to go to explaining that, well, you know, your grandmama. And I, I said, I don't know. I said, I'm good. I said, I don't want to know. I don't, I don't care about any of that. I just want to go forward. So we, we agreed that we would go forward. She says, I like to say some drama. <laughs> I, we agreed that we would go forward. That was 25. That was 2000. I'm sorry, it was 30. I was 30, 30, 30 years old. Fast forward again, we trying to exchange, you know, phone calls, whatever. I but it starts to see that I'm the only one doing the calling. I let it go, whatever. He reaches out to my mom and asks my mom. Some years passed. We don't really, we ain't really talked. Some years passed. He reaches to my mom. I think I was forty, so this would have been. No, no, I still have my, I still have my locks. So this would have been 2009 or 08. He reaches out to my mom. We ain't talked in about four years. He reaches out to my mom because he wants to talk to me. I'm like, okay. We met up at the Greek in Greek town. You remember? You know that story? Cause I think I told you I was going to. I even told you I was going to meet him or something. Cause I had everybody ready. I said all y'all need to be ready. <laughs> Cause I don't know what I'm gonna be like after this old. So I meet him in Greek town, and he called. He wants to meet with me. Because he had a bout with prostate cancer. And so he was concerned or whatever. So he met with me and he had talked to, to my sisters. He wanted all of us to know whatever, whatever. And all this other kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, all that kind of stuff. And um, uh, I had just, that was, yeah, I had, yeah, that was then. So he was still, you know, we tried to talk, whatever. And so then I said, well, you know, the phone line works both ways. And he made the comment, because he's a little bit of a, 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 a a-hole, and I'll probably get it honestly from him. Uh, he said, uh, well, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to kiss your butt to call you or for you to call me. I said, nobody asked you to do that. So anyway, we broke bread. I got in my car. He got in his and all of that. So the texting got the, you know, we started calling a little bit here and there. But then when he moved to, uh, he had just moved to Portland. No, Maryland. He's in Maryland. He's in Maryland. He had just moved to Maryland. He's down there. He had retired from uh, the BNSF Railroad. Right, good money that I didn't get none of. But he, he had worked for the railroad for 30 plus years. So, you know, he got that good pension. And they taxed him right this night. Uh, they tax relief is nice too. So anyway, uh, time passed. We met up again one more time. And then every now and then, so what I said was, 
on Father's Day, I had his number, his number hadn't changed, that I would make sure I sent him, you know, a text message. Hey, happy Father's Day. In my phone. In my phone. And I shared this with y'all before. In my phone, I have him listed uh, in my phone as uh, BioDad, B-I-O, BioDad, Joel Harper. That's how he's listed in my phone. I ain't ain't, got to make it up. Y'all can see it. That is right there. Let me, uh, yeah. Yeah, that is right there. Y'all see that? Right. There it is. All right. So, that's how this is my phone. So, we were exchanging uh, uh, text messages back and forth, happy Father's Day, and all of that kind of stuff, right? 2020, we'll get to 2020. I sent him a Father's Day, on 2019, rather, uh, I sent him a Father's Day message. Happy Father's Day. That was on June 16th. 2019. I showed y'all this before. Happy Father's Day. He said thank you. I sent it to him at 734. He replied at 10, 10, 1040. I don't care about what time he replied. He said thank you. It is what it is. That's all it was? Okay, fine. May 10th of the following year. Mother's Day, May 10th. Mind you, my birthday is May 5th. Y'all know that, right? Cinco de Mayo, everybody knows that. My birthday is May 5th. I get this message on Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to me. Y'all see, it's a happy Mother's Day. That's the message I got on Mother's Day. The year that I, this is during the pandemic, and the year that I turned 50, 50, 50, 2020. I get this message, happy Mother's Day, and I, I was disturbed by it, but I said, okay. I sent him a message. My message said, this is your, I said, um, this is your son who turned 50 on Tuesday. However, I'll pass the message on to my mother. This was the response. You can't see it. Yes, I can. No, you cannot. I'm seeing it. Y'all can see it. Yeah. Oh, you on the, oh yeah, you was on the delay, but they saw it. So, that's the message I got. Thank you for the clarity. <laughs> Happy belated day, thing. So when I say I can relate, Be right, I can relate to the, the, the craziness of father and son relationships on both sides. Um, not being available because I didn't know. And then on the other side, you know, um, having someone who made a choice not to be, that, that's, that's, that is particularly crazy. Felicia, you want me to turn to Psalm 27 and 10. Let me, let me do that. I guess we're not going to get to this article. Uh, Psalm 27 and 10. Uh, ah, watch out now. Uh, Psalm 27 and 10 says, let me get to King James, and then I'll get a couple other versions. Uh, it says, 2017, when my father and mother forsake me, whoo, my God, the Lord, then the Lord will take me up. Oh, that's good. 
That's a blessing. Yeah. Let me get the message Bible just in case somebody missed it. Uh, it says, my father and mother walked out and left me, but God took me in. Come on. Come on. So look, I, I'll say this, and we're gonna, we gonna, we, we, we ain't going to get to it tonight. Uh, I'm going to finish watching it. I think it's so far it's great. It's, 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 it's a great story. Uh, if you got a men's ministry, it's probably something great to watch. Um, people, I don't think people recognize. You don't realize, because I was always a kid because my, I never wanted for anything material-like because uh, my mom spoiled me. That's why I'm you know, messed up like I am. Uh, my mom spoiled me. My great-grandmother spoiled me, all that stuff. I was one of those people who didn't really know or have a huge, it wasn't until I was older that I wish I had had a father. Let me say that again. It wasn't until I was older that I wish I had a father in my life. I'll put it that way. Because I had, I've always had one. He just you know, wasn't around. But it wasn't until I was older that I wish he was there. Because no matter how much of a great parent a mother is, she can never be a father. She just can't because she can't understand. She, it's, it's impossible. Just like no matter how great a father is, he can never be a mother under no circumstance. I don't care what law they pass. Uh, and, and, and you're right, Felicia, fathers matter. Absolutely. And they do because there is a, not even from a discipline standpoint, but having someone to say, this is going to happen and it's okay. Try this or try that, right? Because a mother's job is to console, right? That's, that's a mother's job, comfort and console, right? Not saying fathers don't do that, but that's a mother's job. You know, open up their bosom and you come on in here and I'm going to hold you and make it all better. And, that, and don't get me wrong, there's a, there's a time and a space for that. But there is, a, there is a need, an absolute necessity, which, is, which, I, which makes me further understand why the Bible is, is why God's order is so divinely perfect. You, we, we were never meant to be sons and daughters without fathers. It was never the intent. That, 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 that was never the, the structure for God's word. That was never the structure for, for his family or any of that. There was always supposed to be a father and a mother, a husband and a wife, of course. But it was always supposed to be husband, wife, mother, father, father, mother, father being head of the house and all of that. You don't realize that until you get older. You don't realize that until you get older that the, the lacking of, the missing of having that person in your life. And, and so, you know, I was blessed because my mom wasn't a big dater. There wasn't a whole bunch of dudes running in and out of my mama's house or whatever. And she wasn't taking me over nobody else's house. Uh, but I had people in my life who gave me uh, an example of, of what a man should look like and how a man should carry himself. But that was all external and, for lack of better words, crumbs from the table. Crumbs.
crumbs from the table are different versus when somebody said, uh, come on down and sit and have a meal. It's different being served at the table than it is to be sitting under the table waiting for some crumbs to drop. And so a lot of my experience on how to do things a certain way came from crumbs. Not because people didn't have good intentions, but I was not their son. They weren't going to pour into me like that, right? And and for some of them, they didn't really know how to be uh, 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 fathers because they had uh, poor relationships with theirs. So, anyway, I think this is a great story. I'm going to finish watching it. There's a few minutes left. Maybe we'll sit here and watch it. I don't know. Or we'll go. We'll get up out of here. But uh, I just think that it's an opportune time for people anywhere, mothers, daughters, fathers, sons, period. Life is too short. Life is too short. And you never know the impact you can have. And I say that from being a teacher, just a little impact that students have told me, right? Students have told me that I've had on them, boys and girls alike. Uh, Brother Tori says, I did not see one of the child is born unto the son is given. The governor should be one of the shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Absolutely. Everlasting Father. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, I know it's easy to say, but I look at some of the relationships. Um, I talk to my students, and my students feel real comfortable coming to me and talking to me. And so I've heard that. I've been... I've been adopted as, uh, 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 you know, uh, my, my, my wonderful, she's now what, my eighth grade stalker. Is she eighth grade now? Seventh grade. She's eighth grade now. Yeah, my eighth grade stalker from my old school uh, who, who, who out of the blue, I never had any conversation with this child. I met her via Zoom when we were in the pandemic, uh, and she was in my science class. And I met her via Zoom because she never came to school. Her camera, her camera or her name would pop up every now and then once a week. Uh, but her her dad was no her real dad was nowhere around and her mother had just died. And so when she came back to school, you know, we had y'all remember Zoom with those y'all know y'all y'all, y'all know y'all kids was in on Zoom and we had these breakout rooms. So anytime we had kids who missed a lot of time, I would take those kids who missed a lot of time and take them to a breakout room. And so a lot of times we'd be in the breakout room and it would be myself and three other blank cameras with people not there, not paying attention, not listening to the lesson or whatever. But I always did it. I was consistent with it every day. And so when school started back and we were in person, this little chocolate little girl just walked up to me and she was like, hey, I was like, hey. And she was like, Dr. King, I'm, I'm, she said, I said, yeah, I'm Desire. I said, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Still don't know who she is because I couldn't tell her. She was like, ready to. She was like, I was in your class for fifth, uh, fifth grade. I was in your class. I was like, oh, you didn't come to school. That's then I said it clicked. She's like, yeah, but I'm here now. She was like, okay. So then a couple days, weeks passed. She come back. She was like, I said, what's up? She was like, 
I want I want to talk to you. I said what? I was like, about what? And she's like, about whatever. I said, oh, okay, well, when do you want to talk? She said, whenever I want to talk to you, I want to be able to come and talk to you. Okay? All right. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> but that's literally how she, she literally claimed me. And then she finally told me, she was like, you, she said, you checked on me every day on Zoom. And I just sat there and ignored you. And you just kept checking on me anyway. <laughs> And so it was like that relationship. Now, she got a stepdad. I know her stepdad. We talk. He's cool and everything. Uh, but it's like you never know the, the, the impact that a father or that male figure will have in somebody's life. And I believe, honestly, that's what's wrong with so much of our young boys right now is that that male impact is either the wrong impact or it's just lacking off. So yeah, it's uh it's 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 good, man. It's good, and I I am I am glad that I have gotten to a place um, of of being able to just forgive that message. And if y'all who remember when I got that, y'all go back and find the show, uh, probably find that show from uh, May of twenty, because I probably did a show and I mentioned it the next day on the air, and. I think I called you. Did I call you? You called me. You, you don't, well, I didn't have to call you. I think I just told you. No, you called me. You didn't. Uh, you don't. I think it took another year for it to come out. No, but I told you. When, I told yeah, you. You told, you told me immediately. Like, immediately. Like, before, before you. Decided. Before I decided to share the share. Yeah. Like you, you I didn't do it on the show that next day? Because you know I'm good no, for it. No, not really. I, don't, I think you. I didn't realize how much bothered. it bothered me. You, you were bothered. Yeah, it bothered me. Yeah, you were bothered. And that's how I knew I wasn't. Past it. Even though I had thought about that Negro, I was good. I was like, okay, it is what it is. We do these little dry messages and we call it a day. And I'm like, I'm living my life. I'm good. I'm happy. Uh, you know, all of that. And when I saw that message and the lack of like, oops, like the, the lack of not even, oh, my bad, my mistake, none of that. And, you know, right, that whole deuces, you know, catching around. The fact that the way that hit me was just so rough. I just thought that was the craziest thing ever. And so it took me a while to to, to like to, to own that. But you know, I, I was glad that I'm glad I'm past it. That's what three years ago now. And I'm so I am so far beyond where I was. We were talking about this today, uh, in our little faculty group meeting, uh it is it about growth. And I was telling people. 53-year-old me and 33-year-old me, I wish we could have met. <laughs> I wish 53-year-old me had met 33-year-old me. If 53-year-old me could have met 23-year-old me, 53-year-old me would have jacked 23-year-old me up. Now, a whole lot of stuff probably would have changed, and I probably wouldn't have met a whole lot of different people, but 53-year-old me would have jacked 23-year-old me up and said, bro, what is you doing? Uh, yeah. Uh, Brother Tori says, some of the best fathers are those that understand the value is in not having a relationship with their father uh, and to give all they miss uh, and, to, oh, and give to all what they miss. Okay, I see, I see. Uh, Lisa said, my dad told me it was never about me, and when he died, it wasn't about him either. I get that, though. I got it. It's harsh. It's, it's rough. Or in the words, what's the little girl name? That's tough. Uh, what's the child's name? 
uh, what Virginia said, that kept, that kept me married, knowing the importance of my daughter's father being at home. Thank you, Mom, for your – wow. That, and that, that, that's crazy, man. It, it, just, it is. It is. It's just it's, – it's, it's a crazy, uh, crazy state of, you know, state that we're in that was just – you have so many people who are lacking that, girls and boys. I, I promise you, you know, we, we really talk about it for the boys, but for fathers too because you, you read the story. The first girl, uh, the first man most girls will fall in love with is their dad. Especially when he's around. That is that that's the first if he's dead, the dad sets the standard. The dad sets the standard. You don't fall for the okie doke when the dad has set the standard. Now don't, that don't mean you still can't be a little gullible, a little stupid, a little slow. We all been there. But the dad sets the standard. Right? The dad shows the daughter how she should be treated, what she should and should not put up with. The dad shows the, the son how to treat a woman by how he treats the mother. And that goes for whether they are married or not. And I'm going to say this, and I know some, you know, it's going to be some brothers going to be mad at me. You should not, under any circumstances, I don't care how horrible of a, of a person she was to you. You should never disrespect your child's mother or vice versa, your child's father, especially in front of them. Now, I know you're going to do what you do. You're grown. You can say what you want to say. But you should not because in their eyes, believe it or not, even with a little bit of nothing that they do, you, they, the Negro can do no wrong. So we need to be careful. <laughs> so yeah, R.C. Blake has a great teaching on this. Yeah, wait. I got a couple R.C. Blake books in here because we had him on the show. R.C. Blake. I interviewed him with uh with Angela. I think I interviewed him for Angela because she couldn't do it. And I interviewed him. But some of his books are over there. Huh? R.C. Blake? Yeah, we do. I thought we, I think we got one of his books over there, but okay. Yeah, we do. We got one of his books over there. I'm making it up. Look behind that man. I think we got one of his books over there. <laughs> anyway, uh, brother Torres says being a father can be complicated. Watching you have children with all good ain't <laughs> all good good ain't good. <laughs> These is facts. All good, good ain't good. At least I wasn't saved back then. I let everything slide in my mouth. I regret that now. Yep, I understand. I understand. I understand. Yeah, it's it's it is. It, it, you know, it, we 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 we've been there, and all we can do is grow from it, right? All we can do is grow from it. Look, y'all y'all blessed me tonight. Thank y'all for y'all comments and everything. I know we didn't get to what happens when we pray for one another. It's a good article. We gonna get to it. Uh, but y'all watch Kirk. Uh, the Kirk Franklin Father's Day story. Y'all, we, 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 y'all, we, y'all check back time back in on Monday. Uh, we're only doing the one show a week because I have football games on Friday, right? Yes. So no, I was pointing at my coach K. Uh, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not here or I'm not available to do live shows on Friday. We were gonna do some pre-recorded, but we ain't been able to map out the time for that. So uh, yeah, 
we gonna we gonna we gonna we just gonna let it go and we'll whisper. But we'll be back here on Monday. Uh, <laughs> police, I know, right? That is like the statement of the night. All good, good, ain't good, <laughs> right? And that's so true. And I say that for men and for women. But gentlemen, be careful who y'all make babies with. That's eighteen years. And I ain't even talking about eighteen years, cause. You know, 18 years can come and go. That's still that child's mother. And she could be a complete demon. But to him or her, she's an angel. And same thing with the lady. Be careful who you let put a baby in you. Because, yeah, y'all already know. Messy, messy, messy. <laughs> it, yeah, real, real bad. Real, real bad. So, whew. all right. Uh, let's get out of here. We're going to pray. Father God, we thank you. God, we thank you for, uh, we thank you for understanding. We thank you for clarity. We thank you for restoration. Uh, we thank you for um, humility. We thank you for being able to, we thank you for the spirit of humility and and being able to humble ourselves. God, we thank you for grace. We thank you for uh, giving us, uh, showing us what grace looks like. So we can then extend that same grace. Uh, God, because when the, when, the, when, the, when the facts hit the paper, we recognize that we all come short. We all fall short uh, of the throne. And, 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 and so, God, we, we we're praying right now uh, that you would continue to, to, to fix healed hearts. God, we ask you to restore relationships while we're here on earth. Uh, God, let us be able to restore relationships while we're yet breathing. Um, let us fix those things that might be wrong in our families. God, we're praying for restoration in families right now, uh, especially those between fathers and sons and fathers and their children and mothers and their children. God, we're praying right now for the family unit. Uh, we're praying for the unit the way you designed it, God, with fathers and with, with, with male fathers and female mothers. Uh, God, we're praying that you would restore them now. God, we're praying for every father figure and mother figure. We're praying for them right now, God, that they would continue to be that beacon, continue to be that steady hand uh, in relationships. God, we're praying for those bonus fathers and, and bonus mothers that have stepped in and filled in the gap when others could not or just refused to. God, we thank you for mentors who stepped in when others chose not to. We thank you, God, for, for those men who stood in the gap for fathers who refused to be there for their children. We thank you, God, for sons who have an understanding heart, who were able to not allow those things to crush them and defeat them. We thank you, God, for just being able to, to maintain. We thank you, God, for keeping our minds when we should have went crazy, when we should have lost our minds. God, we just thank you. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you, God, that you have kept us. God, we thank you for, 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 for mothers who have raised boys the best way they knew how. Uh, because of absentee fathers. God, we thank you for fathers who wanted to be there, but they were left out because mothers chose uh, uh, chose stupidity 
uh, overcorrection. God, we thank you for fathers who, 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 who've been there in life, God, and who've had to deal with all types of circumstances and, and things like that. God, we thank you for, for single fathers. God, we thank you for single mothers. God, we thank you for all of those who you've blessed to be this thing we call parents. God, we just thank you. Lord God, we thank you. And we'll continue to thank you for your mercy and your grace. We pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. Felicia, I agree with you 100%. We probably will do that. Uh, we, we will we'll, we'll rename this show because we didn't get to uh, what happens when we pray for one another. Uh, we'll go through the different uh, sites. I don't know if it'll Will it do it if we do it while we live? If we update it while we live? I tried to do it live. I don't know if it's taking cold. Okay. Let's let's find out before we get off of here. Um, let's see. On my page, it still says, after we pray for one another, let's see. Uh, if you refresh it on the restream, you'll see the title updated. Oh, can I refresh restream without it going? You're going to lose, you're gonna lose all the chat box. I'll try over here on my live. I don't know if I can refresh my live. Yeah, you can. You're gonna lose you're gonna lose the chat box though. I like I already changed to this may not be saved. Okay. I'm just hoping I ain't lose everybody right now. <laughs> yeah, you don't lose you don't lose the chat. Right. I see myself coming back. You'll come back. Oh, I need to turn my camera back on. Yeah. Okay. All right. And you renamed it. Oh, okay. Now let me see if Facebook renamed. Let me refresh the Facebook page and let's see if it renamed. I think that might be stagnant though. Yeah, it's stagnant. It won't change. So we got to be. We got to rename them um, manually on each on each video. Right. We'll do some copy and pasting later. Definitely do it on YouTube. Uh, thank y'all so much, man. Look, I appreciate y'all. I do. Uh, seriously, thank y'all so much for y'all comments. And, you, you know, I, 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 I hope somebody will hear this at some point uh, and know that there's still work to do. And do it while it's time. Do it while it's time. I mean, hey, you know, we all got some work. We all got some work to do. We all got some work to do. All right, y'all, let me get out of here. You know what to do if you got to drive through this special city. You know the one-shot town. Uh, if you got to drive through this special, special, special city we call Chicago, do me a favor with my brothers and my sisters. Keep your head on a swivel. Y'all know what it is. Two T's, one L, one O. With your hands lifted up straight, I'll say